thousands of people knew before I did. You're, you're Geeksy's brother and the Geeksy brother story. Fergie actually blanked me. He ignored me. Have you heard the Michael Anthony show? Oh, they don't give a shit about Salford. Them boys have come downstairs and gone, where's your fucking mate? He's getting filled in. He's had the most amazing career in the world. But he's just tarnished. And that's not down to me, it's down to his own philandering, not me. The sinking sand of despair The smell of dread in the air I'm head to toe in my own fear I'm going to die and I need to cry Rodri Giggs, a man known for many reasons, but former football manager is something that wouldn't uh, often be talked about. Salford. Yeah. Any intentions of managing again in football? Uh, managing? Uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. But that was something that I was... If it was any other club, I would never have done that. But because it was Salford, I was a, I was a player there. They were constantly, year after year, getting in, in relegation struggles. And I think it was October, and we had three points. And it was the chairman and one of the ex-players and kind of coaches that took over, and it just wasn't working. You won your first six? Yeah. And then it just kind of fell off in the second season? Yeah, because of the they just slipped the wages by 50%. I don't know if that was trying to push me out or... I don't know, but you know, for four or five years, we were in relegation fights and spending three, four thousand pounds a week to try and save it. And I was eight hundred pounds a week and just mid table. What's it about Salford Football Club that you love so much? You said you wouldn't have done it if it was anyone else. Well, I grew up in Salford. I was moved to Salford when I was three. It was Swinton, but Swinton was in Salford and played from at the age from about 17 or 18 and then I played for a couple of years and then I moved to Bangor City because the idea of playing in the League of Wales excited me so I did that but then I come back ended up coming back to Salford in later years and then yeah I said just just give me the job and I'll do it they didn't give it me the chairman and the the, the, the player and the ex-coach took it and yeah they were they were rubbish what do you make of what's going on at the club now? Do you like the fact that the boys bought them over and that it's becoming a commercial team that's going to probably be in the I, Premier I League? I didn't at first, but the way the club's transformed, and I drove past it on Saturday when there was a game on. The turnaround from when I was like manager, it was a proper shithole. And I mean a shithole. 100 years old building, damping all the changing rooms. It was a proper, proper old ground. And it needed either movement or some big investment and some excitement like it got and it, and it did and it's just coming from strength to strength do you now. think the boys are in it because they love Salford as a club or do you think they're trying to make a few ball about it oh they don't give a shit about Salford no 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 they don't give a shit about Salford it wasn't a thing of we grew up no they'll, they'll, say, they'll say it was we, oh, we, we, we trained in Salford blah 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 you didn't train you trained Littleton Road and they trained at the cliff so it was probably to, to do with that but nothing to do with Salford City because I've been involved in Salford City probably in, since school. Never seen one of them there. Not one of them. So, 
So it's not a giving back to the place that raised you to make you these global stars. It's just purely if we buy the local team, we look like the big heroes. We can come in, we can build a film around it down the line, and we can make this a Premier League club and all profit from it long term. Got to admire that they're doing what they're saying, and yes. But it was yeah. the cheapest option, probably. They probably could have bought a championship club. But what it you're saying. It was the cheapest option, but no, Salford City. Salford is a massive city inside of, inside of Manchester. And I'm pretty sure it was the, the largest city that wasn't in, in the Football League at some point. So it's got a massive base. And with, with the, the, the lads coming in, it's just going to only go from strength to strength. But. Yeah, it was probably a, a cheap option. They'll say, they'll probably say they love Salford. Yeah, and, and they can build it using that kind of we love Salford Hollywood aspect of it. Correct. Yeah. It's a brilliant con, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Salford you managed and the Salford that exists now just be two completely different clubs. Would your name be on a board somewhere in the clubhouse that says manager 2007, Rodri Giggs? <laughs> Are you a Dave Sexton of Salford? No, I was the. I was a player, I was the manager, I was the bus driver because I had an HDV license. So I drove the, the coach some points at the end of it for nothing. So you did everything to use your reputation as a good player and somebody who was also related to a superstar to do your best for your local club. That was grassroots effort. So when you see it get bought out and become this viral phenomenon of Salford City is there a bit of I'm glad to see Salford do well but Salford has lost its soul this is bullshit they're the man city of the lower leagues yes yeah it's fascinating yeah and is there any hardcore Salford fans who'd feel similar a minority do but 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 mostly you know going to these certain places that we used to go to (laughs) are we just talking fields off motorways no no we're talking Grounds, we were talking old grounds. Grounds with slopes on, uh, from widthways, lengthways, all different ways. Change rooms that have only got two showers, maybe one's working. Yeah. Uh, you go in the change room, there's already a fresh log that's already left there. So, kind of things like that. It was just a proper, going back to the 70s. Yeah. And you're an old school United fan. And you, you played for FC United in Manchester. That was a breakaway club from Manchester United when the Glazers took over. And a lot of FC fans would view themselves as the true United fans. They still sing about the Busby Babes in the stands, two Uniteds, but the soul is one. And the minute they heard about an American takeover, which Fergie kind of papered over the cracks for, for years, he made it seem like it didn't change anything. But right now we are seeing the effects of the Glazers owning Manchester United. And that is that they view us as a business that happens to have a football team. We don't give a shit about trophies anymore. We don't. It's not that we want to catch Liverpool and City. We're not motivated by that. Ed Woodward and the Glazers are motivated by being profitable. That's why we continue to play Paul Pogba and we'll probably give him a new contract whenever he wants it. That's the reason Marcus Rashford is undroppable. We don't care about anything other than our marketability. And that's the effect of having the Americans take over in the Glazers. And that's what all these people feared. So the FC fans now are nearly been proven to be correct. They are, but Liverpool have got the exact same model, exact same owners, but they seem to do it a different way. But Liverpool had owners originally who they didn't like and the fans fucking got them out. Well, this if the fans really wanted them out, really, really wanted them out, they would be able to get them out. 
you know, they've had protests, they've had all kinds of different stuff. But the only way to protest is with your feet and not go to the game. But, you know, there's always... That is the only way. Yeah, it's Walk only, it. It's the only way. It's the only way in in, in mass numbers. But uh, are you still going to hire someone who's going to travel from Hong Kong, Australia for the week? Who's come to the game? So, yeah, United's too big to boycott because we will it's have... Get, it's getting that way. Yeah, so you, you, We'll you have, have fake fans filling in for our boycott. It won't even be noticed. The hardcore fans, they're becoming irrelevant. They'll always exist in the bars, but their voice and their power is being minimised year in, year out. Well, they could threaten the fans, could they? Because now they're all, it, it, they all know where they sit. So if they, they boycott and sleep, then they could just take their season tickets off them. It's just that fun, that easy, and there's the waiting. There's the waiting list as long as. But for you to play for FC, a club that was founded on being anti-Glazer, you wouldn't assign for them unless you were slightly aware of their politics, and that is that they despise the Glazer ownership of Manchester United. Would you have viewed yourself as representing that, especially being a Giggs, and while your brother was simultaneously playing for Manchester United? Uh, it's a difficult question. That. Um, I just admire what what they were doing. Uh, they asked me to go the year before, but I didn't want to play that low down and we was in a, I was in a good side at the time and which we went on to win the league, so I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, was it uh, controversial? Like, were people getting on to you going, you can't sign for FC? I wouldn't give a shit what anyone, if someone would have said that, I would have probably done it in, despite that. Yeah. But no, no, I would... Um, Pretty sure a couple of people would have, would have said something at the time. But it, wouldn't have, it wouldn't have stopped me. My, my good friend who I played with, who I knew, was the manager. Uh, players that had already signed that I knew. Mostly all United fans. There were some City fans. There was a couple of City fans, but most of them all United fans. So, yeah, I remember going to a place with my brother involving Manchester United. And, and Fergie actually blanked me. He ignored me. Because of the FC United. Because you played for FC. Yeah. Because FC hated Fergie. The founders of FC wanted Fergie to stand down in at, order to block the Glazers' takeover. It was, it was at takeover. that time as well when I was actually playing for him. There was a function or something and he was he was right next to him and he kept on turning me back and as if he didn't see me. But I, couldn't, I knew he didn't see me. Did you know Fergie though at one point? Oh, I'd met him loads of times, yeah. And what were you He'd been, been like? He'd been to my... Been to my, my my house when he first met Ryan, mum, dad made mum, stepfather made him a cup of tea. Used to always see him at functions, especially at an early age. I was on the train. Uh, Ryan could take a person with him for the FA. Was it the was it FA Cup? No, it was the it was the the Rumbelows Cup or. And he could take a person that was with a team, and I was travelling with him on the team train. So I'd been around him all the time. Plus, I'd be always in the players' lounge after the game with my mum. So I'd seen him loads of times. How many years younger are you than Ryan? Uh, three and a half. And what was it like, especially as a young kid? One of the most outrageous talents we've ever seen. People forget, really. People forget. When he was younger and Bobby Charlton oh, first, no, first signed them, it wasn't just George Best. We thought we had Pele on our hands. When he was younger, he was... Frightening, yeah. He was frightening. For the age of 16, 17, he was taking the piss out of first-team Man United players at training. And that's why he, he was playing. When you were like 10 and he was 13, were you going, this guy's a freak? Were all your mates going, your brother's no, a weirdo? No, I was okay too. Were you at his level though? Well, no, because he was he was three years ahead of me. But, but technically, 
Yeah. He would have respected you in the back garden yeah. game. He yeah. would have been competitive with yeah. you. Yeah. And maybe a bit, little bit frightened that I was going to be better than him because we used to, really? my dad yeah. used to repair each other off. That was in every sport. Did you have the speed? Did you have the balance? Everything. But I was more interested in playing rugby. My dad was a rugby player. I wanted to be like my dad. Never wanted to play football. I could just play football. Why did you guys all change the name and stuff? What happened with the old man? Yeah, it was never... My birth certificate was always gigs. That thing about Ryan when we moved to When we moved to Swinton, it was obviously... When we moved to Salford, it was obviously Wilson. Back in them days, you probably didn't need documentation like you do now. He's probably gone to school and what's his name? Signed a form and that's his name. Your mum and dad were together until... About 11. And then he went back to Wales. 10, 11. They were never married. Oh, they're never married. No, yeah. never married. No, and did he care about you boys when go to sport? Because he was a ridiculous rugby player for his generation as well. In terms yeah. of his agility and speed, he was a <laughs> modern player. Yeah. Did he encourage you boys to play football, or was he yes, not really there? But that's where I kind of went off. As soon as my dad went, it was like just went out the window. But you would have been like eleven when Ryan Giggs started getting picked up by the Bobby Charltons and getting signed by Fergie and stuff 14, like that. Fourteen, fifteen, yeah. Did you think this is going to be me in two or three years? Like, why didn't you follow no, suit? No, because I, I was playing rugby. Why? I wanted to be like my father. I didn't want to play football. It was I amateur back play. then, though. I wanted to play rugby. Were you big enough? I didn't care. I played rugby. I was playing with people like, in my year, it was my year, or you'll know. My year, um, Nathan McCoy, Adrian Morley. Yeah. All my year. I didn't care. I wanted to play rugby. He played rugby too. But he was a winger. But he was more interested in football. But he could play rugby too. When did you start playing football seriously? It's quite impressive that you achieved even playing for teams like FC and Salford when you played rugby until well, yeah, 15 we didn't, or 16. I wasn't, there was no interest in me playing football. And it was the age of 15 or 16 when I got expelled from school. For what? Oh, it was just basic crap. Not just... Just basic Tom Just Fillory. a load of nothing really. But you thought you were the shit because your brother was Ryan Giggs no, at this no, stage? No, 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 no. Just didn't give a shit. Like I said, as soon as my father went, there was no discipline. I wasn't scared of nothing. I wouldn't do, so just do anything. So do you reckon that Ryan Giggs actually replaced your father leaving with Fergie? That's not just exaggerating. 100%. He actually became his father. 100%. So that's why you knew Fergie so well, because Fergie actually nearly had a son in Ryan Giggs, and you were kind of the brother of his son. Would Fergie slightly care about your life? If you went out on the piss and let I'm, yourself I'm, down, would you get Ryan going on to going, Fergie knows you were on the fucking piss. You need to clean things up. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't sell me but I'm pretty sure he would tell Ryan because he knew what every, yeah. everything was going on and I was always out and always so stuck. Fergie would say to Ryan your brother needs to stop fucking Ryan drinking Ryan was he was the one that told him that I went pulled him in from training and told him that I would just been put in jail so Fergie told Ryan that yeah remarkable football manager but was he just one of the greatest dictators in the history of professional sport Pretty much. He was like the Hitler of sport. Like Hitler, but with a love, loving and caring and sides. Was he good to the Giggs family? Like, what would he be like to your mother? Very good, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. all love him still. Yeah. Was Giggs he getting the money he deserved? Um, was his head ever turned? Because there was points nah, where he could have went to Real Madrid, Juve. Barcelona. Anyone. A little, little tiny bit. There was a contract and it... it there was an amount that he wanted, I think. It was after the Roy Keane thing. When Roy Keane did it, I think it was that he set a ch- 
when Roy Keane got the 60 grand a week and he set a president then when he stuck yeah and then they all started because yeah he started saying I know what this club's making yeah so they all started doing it then but and he was a bit nervous because they were holding out he was a kind of Barcelona but at that time he would have gone to that Barcelona team in 2006 2007 so he would have gone into that great Barcelona side yeah but no he didn't ever left there he loved United when he took off in 94 and properly became one of the best young players in the world did you go from being Rodri Giggs to being Ryan Giggs' brother when I got expelled from school that was it I was thinking what am I going to do what am I going to do and mum says right well what are you going to do now you know the school finishes in like three or four weeks you're going to have to get a job I'm like what your job I'm like oh, shit <laughs> so then talk United contacted got in contact with someone else said could you want to come for a trial so I thought ah this will do I've actually gone and they said I'd had to change my name they didn't want me to go as Roger Giggs so my name was Rodney Jones this is me at 15 I had to change my name yeah. tell people I'm a different person and I thought this is my chance I am not, not fucking getting a job I'm staying here within two or three days they'd offer me a two year contract and yeah but I mean socially your brother was a world phenomenon and you were his younger brother did you find that that was impacting your life yeah usually? people treat you different don't they pretty, pretty. so for everything he achieves is there a little bit of oh, for fuck's sake as well never that it was never that it was just uh, it was all new at the, at the time it was all trying but it must have got on. old he wins the league 93 double 94 by the time the treble came around and you're three years younger are you kind of going I'm just living my life vicariously through this guy yeah but what am I going to do what, 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 I don't I didn't have that mindset what am I going to do you know he was winning I like winning you weren't paying for a pint in Manchester though at the time yeah but I wasn't that type of individual that go around not that you looked for it it would have, it would have yeah. followed you though it would have been in your yeah, face yeah but what can you do you can't hide from it you surround your people with good people you surround your people you know I probably surround with people if anything happens and I'm going to be looked after so that's the way I looked at it and when did Giggsy start changing towards you overconfident probably probably about 2010 2009 that late yeah and why do you think that was because he'd amassed so much wealth yeah you think it was a money thing confidence and power and do what I want most people do that when they get too much power they just did he change towards the rest of your family I was treated people the same always distant or tell you what you want to hear and the big story obviously with what happened with the wife was that something that was predictable pretty much yeah he'd been with her before then you met her did he ever tell you he'd been with her before no I knew you knew I knew yeah so was that not a precursor was there never a party you going I, she I, I had no intentions of, of, of kind of getting with a I seen him getting close and I thought this needs to stop. So I tried to get involved to try and pull her away from him. Because he was with someone. Because he's married and got two yeah. kids. That was my initial thought, my initial So then, do you reckon she attached herself to you to give herself a, a way of concentrating around him? Probably. Why didn't he tell you about that? Why didn't he say to you, man, get away from her? She's only doing this so she can still be close to me. That's something you only have to ask him. So you yeah. reckon he kind of still wanted her around? Because otherwise he would have said that to you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you weren't so naive to not question when you saw her really be into him first. Well, I spoke to my mother about, about three or four years before, and she, no, that's don't be daft. No, 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 no. Okay. Was your mother protecting him? Yeah. Because he, yeah. Is, he is Ryan Giggs. Because well, he's the gold at the apple of her eye. Yeah. yeah. He's Giggsy. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. Were you never asking her, going, here, you fancy my brother? Well, you think about it, and then you just try not to think about it. Would you be getting in rows about it? No. But when we'd have arguments, you could see something. She's got something on the tip of her tongue that she's dying to say it. Oh, fuck. But now I think, go back, I think, ah, that's what you wanted to tell me. Oh, shit. Many, many, many times. And you, Giggsy, Giggsy's wife and your wife, you would have been meeting up together. No. Never? No, no, no. Did Giggsy's wife kind of know this was going on? I, I, I don't know. I didn't really like her, so I didn't really... I've known her for a long time. They're all in the same circle, so I knew her. So I never really talked to her before, so why would I talk to her now? But is it kind of, in a way, not really Giggsy's fault? Is he the wrong guy here, or is it not just Natasha just been such a social climbing, poisonous person? He's so many people in his face, man. And he kicks a ball into a net. He wears shorts. Think about what this story has done to his life. Do you ever sit at home and go, the woman I chose to marry is the reason that Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is the manager of Manchester United? <laughs> That's true. If, if it wasn't for this situation with your wife and gigs, he'd be the gaffer now. Pretty much. Probably. He would be. Yeah. His reputation yeah. fucking nosedived after this. He was 13-time league winner, the evergreen Ryan Giggs, slightly overrated as a player. His longevity served him well. Great player in the 90s. He did transition, but when he won PFA Player of the Year in 09, that was a fucking disgrace. That was a disgrace. Yeah. He was very good, Giggs. He wasn't as good as Gareth Bale in his peak. He wasn't as good as Eden Hazard in his peak. Giggs was a very well-managed player. He was brilliant for the squad, brilliant for the philosophy, but he could have been better. He could, he could have been, but he didn't need to be. Part of his legacy was the clean reputation and what he brought to a dressing room. He's and suddenly, that up, not me. Yeah, but when you attach, okay, this guy had an affair with his brother's wife to the whole scenario. Giggs just, is now, yeah. Giggs is fucking irrelevant nearly now. He's the manager at Wales, man. It's just, Chris Coleman used to have that job. It just, uh, just fit. When, he's, when, when I think that, I just feel sorry for him because it shouldn't be like that, but he's done it to himself. So. But like, did Natasha force your hand to speak about it? Would you have kept it quiet? No one, no, no one forces me to do anything. But because she went public first? No, I didn't. I was going to leave it. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. And then he's, you know, he said all the right things. My mum said all the right things. And then it's eight months after it, and I've not spoke to anyone. No one's contacted me. No one's spoke to me. So they're just right. Oh, we'll say all the right things. But all I did is stop ringing him. And I didn't hear from him. So, I'm like, oh, okay then. So eight months later, okay. You said what you're going to say. You, nothing's happened. When I'm did gonna you know I'm, that this I'm was going A knock at six o'clock on a Sunday morning with a mum with a newspaper telling me, yeah, this is this is what's happening. This is a story. Her mum. Her mum. A sister who, was, who I was pretty close to wouldn't come in the house. She was sat in the car outside. How close were you to the sister? Well, I was pretty close. Well, pretty close. You were having a laugh with the sister. No, no, <laughs> nothing. nothing like it's not coronations. No, no, no. <laughs> did you ring Giggsy? It was a big blur after that. My mate turned up, who's now dead. But yeah, he turned up 
And he, first thing he says, get her out of this house. Because her mum was still there. Yeah, fucking get her out. She went. I think we went out that night. We did. We went out. We went to the local pub. And people were like, what? What's he doing? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> then after that, I went to Wills and stayed at Wills for a week. Two weeks. What's it like when you're standing in a stand supporting the football team you've loved for years, home and away, treble season fan, and they're singing, he shags who he well, wants. Got, well, he I, shags I, who he well, wants. Well, I've got a bobby hat. And, I, and so no one can really... This is my mask yeah. on a daily basis. So I won't, no one will really know it's me anyway. But is that true? Do you hide publicly? Yes. People think- I just don't like the attention. just don't like people pointing fingers. I've had it for like 25, 30 years. And it's such a famous story in sport. It's probably... Bar Monroe Kennedy. I've made it more of a story by... Talking about it. By not talking about it, by making an advert about it and making humour out of it. That's funny though. Yeah, I can make fun out of myself. If you were there crying, if look at this tosser, you're punching a bag going, I can't think of any, but it's funny, man. <laughs> you're having a laugh. It yeah. makes it look like you don't really care. Yeah, I'm not. You forgive Giggsy. You wish him all the best at Wales. Yeah, of course not. Your naivety is the reason Solskjaer is managing us into the ground. <laughs> Rodri, I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> it affected stock prices. Your brother was a puppet, and Fergie just does that, and Giggsy did what he said. And if Giggsy was the gaffer of United, Fergie would still be pulling the strings. Well, he didn't help himself by staying with Van Gaal, and... Well, he learned a lot. Do you wish you could talk to him about all that, just the coaching aspect of it? Do you hate him? Oh, no, I feel sorry for him. Don't hate him, I feel sorry for him, for all the reasons you just said. He's had the most amazing career in the world, but he's just tarnished. And that's not down to me. It's down to his own philandering, not me. Were you faithful in that marriage or were you having your own bits on the side as well? Because that happens in life. No, I was faithful. You were having a few no, bits on no, the side. No, no, Before, I, 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 I used... But no, I'd settled down, I'd calmed down. And she had turned into me before we met. That was the more bizarre thing. Because she was dropping knickers for anyone. Really? It wasn't just gigs? <laughs> yeah, it was any Tim Bob footballer. She was having it. So why didn't you leave her? I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> Kids, I was doing my, my father thing. She's going out with her friends, not every night, but... What would you do if you're walking down the street now and you bump into her in a fucking co-op? I speak to her on a, day, on a weekly basis. We've got a child. We've got a co-parent. I have no problems with her. It never comes up, does it? No. Well, may, may, I may have a little sly dig, but only in, in, in jovial way. What about the fact that she seeked fame afterwards by doing Big Brother off the back of having an affair? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it, it's I, really I, embarrassing. I could told her recently, she was, uh, she was saying, oh, I paid for that back in the day, and I paid for this, and I paid for that, and I just put, you, you mean the son did? So little digs like that, I'll never... Um, but it is difficult when you have children with somebody like that. That must be a big problem for you. Well, no, I've not made it a problem because yeah, we only but, talk about but child you, stuff. But I, do you ever think I don't about, have like, conversations. Do you ever wonder about else? when your boys get to a proper age where everyone's in their ear, they're in college? At the end of the day, they are Ryan Giggs' nephews. That's not going to be completely absent well, from their well, life. Well, There's going to be a guy who comes up to them and goes, well, unfortunately, that's the shit you've got to deal with that I had to deal with, unfortunately. He's going to have to deal with that. And I wish he would. I've actually thought about changing his name and changing my name back to Wilson, but I don't really know because I don't want to go through the, just the shit, just being related to someone who doesn't give a shit about you or anyone else. What will probably happen is his kids will grow up, your kids will grow up and they'll become mates and they'll talk about how their fucking dads were well, these his brothers. His son and my son are exactly the same age they've never met. 
They've never met. No, they're 14 and never met. Things change down the line. Yeah. What's gigs he like with Doe? Is he a hungry bastard? Is he tight with the money? Yeah, proper tight. Why? It just is. Would you be tight if you had it? Did you come from a tight background? different people. I'm basing that off the fact that Roy Keane made that joke about when the Mots were on the pitch before the Euro 2016. I, I thought Giggsy opened his wallet. Yeah, there you go. He knows him. He's a hungry he, fucker, he, is he? He knows him. He's just tight. It's tight. We're totally different people. He knows that from the gifts that we used to give each other. He's tight. What's the best thing he ever got you? Bar probably 40 women in your 20s from association. Um, when you were, let's say, 22 and he was 25, would he ever throw you 20 grand? In the la- he wouldn't probably 20 quid. So I'd just nick it. What's your old man up to now? No one's screwed. In, but is he in mates, in who's Wales? he mates with? Whose side's he on? Oh, he didn't speak to him. He didn't spoke to, he spoke to my dad for about 25 years. The odd time he was in the media saying, Giggs, he shouldn't be Welsh manager. He deserves a fucking slap in the face. What he did to his brother. Is he just looking for publicity? No, he wants to slap fuck out of him. Really, yeah. And did he never ring you about it, no? I started speaking to him for about, speaking to him about three or four years ago. And now I speak, because I've got a sister as well. Down, I spoke, so. Is she Giggs' sister as well? Yeah. Same parents, same mum and dad? No, same dad. Same dad. Yeah. And does Giggsy speak to her? He's never met her. She's 27, 28. Because what he did is considered the biggest fucking moral crime. Any of his mates get onto you? Did Skulls or Neville ever ring you? Did he lose friends no. over it? Did people start disrespecting no, him? No, because there's so many... Because all footballers no, so, are cheating on their wives. Um, they are. You said that, not me. They um, are, though. It's just so many yes men and brown nosing people in this world are not going to tell him. I wonder how many people said to him, mate, you can't do that. That's I wonder how many people said that. I yeah. bet it was not one or two. Do you and not reckon you know, Fergie when he came in? I know he defended him in the media. I think he still denies it. Did you think Fergie didn't say, how fucking dare you? No, that think, is the fucking biggest claim of all. he still denies it to this day to him. Saying, no, no. Because there's a moment before the 2011 final against Barcelona where a journalist asks a question. I thought, who has like this? Get her barred. I thought he was just defending the United. But you're telling me Fergie's basically like a grandparent from the 40s and it didn't happen. The Catholic Church, they did not rape kids and Giggsy did not shag his brother's missus. Yep. He can control the narrative. He can control everything, can't he? So he says that, ban him. So you became a hindrance. Yeah. <laughs> As the victim of it all, yeah. you actually become the guy of shut the fuck up. Your family aren't talking to you. You didn't score the goal against Arsenal. Yeah. Sorry it happened, but shut up. Yeah. But there's also the part of them going, you had no bother pulling the bird originally off your brother's name. So you deserve what you got. That's the big conflict. But kind of giving me compliments through someone who I knew saying how well I'd handled the situation and all that stuff. Thought he'd, you know, thought he's handled it, all the situation really well. I got that from someone else. I don't know if he said it, but yeah. Heartbreak or the humiliation? It was the humiliation. Yes, yeah, yeah. You didn't give a fuck really about no, it. No, it's, yeah, it's about how it come out. Everyone knowing. Literally. Yeah. You're a subject of scouse banter. There's even thousands of people knew before I did. Yeah, you're, you're Giggsy's brother and the Giggsy brother story. Deep down, I didn't really give a shit about her. Yeah, yeah it was... It, it was 
Yeah. The embarrassment. What do you do with it? How do you age with it? You just live life and cop on. Get on with life. You still kind of idolise him in a sports way. Yeah. He's still oh, your hero oh, to oh, an extent. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I can, I can watch... Because I know... I've watched them. I know what kind of kits they are. So at certain kits, I'll know and I won't watch it. So after like 2000 and... 10 so that's you done yeah but you like the old gigs you have the long hair and the hairy chest yeah and what about Neville and the boys do you kind of view them now as bogeys oh, they're all, no they're all, they're all alright Gary Phil's a dick Paul why is, he, why is he a dick just an arrogant dick no all of them have the politeness to say hello Phil never did he was a dick always been a dick but hey Skulls hey Gary Good, really good Bex, really good lad. When Ryan Giggs is now on screen, everyone's got a weakness. Everyone, George Best was a, was a drinker. Um, Gascom's a drinker. People have different weaknesses. People his, gamble, his, yeah. his was when he goes out, he has to sleep with women. That's, or was it that he just didn't give a shit about anyone himself? And that, and that goes off from when he, when the, the girl he's got his kids to who was going out with his friends from school or going from school. Okay, so he was having it off with mates, girlfriends yeah. years before yeah. you. That was just yeah. part of Giggsy's thing. Yeah. Giggsy would shag your missus. Yeah. He could still dribble though, couldn't he? Very, 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 very good. In the 90s, the Hacienda era, Oasis are big, Manchester United, the best team. Were, were you going out partying with the boys? What was it like partying with David Beckham in the mid nineties? Was he just a chick magnet? Bex was quiet uh, uh, when he used to go out. He was um, didn't really used to get. Wasn't the Bex of ninety eight, ninety nine? After that, you didn't really see him out. He was, he was always out in Victoria. Do you ever think it's weird what he went on to become in terms of like a literal billionaire Hollywood icon, or did you see it coming when he was younger? Yeah, you could always see, he always had something about him, Bex. He's such like a down-to-earth lad. I mean, really proper down-to-earth lad. The last time I seen him individually was walking across Manchester, St. Anne's Square, and he literally stopped to chat. And within 15 seconds, there was 100 people around him, probably 15, 20 years ago. I just went, all right, all right, Rory. Yeah, just just to chat to you, what are you doing? Yeah. He was going to flannels, and I said, come on, walk to flannels with you. Because there was like 100, 200 people around within like 10 seconds. Because I'll chat and talk to you when we watch flannels. And he watched your flannels and I went on my way. Who for you is the best out of the boys? For me, every time it's Skulls. You mean football? Yeah, right? As a yeah. footballer, Skulls yeah. is number one. Skull. Which Skulls, yeah. Well, at the start, it was probably Butty. Butty was an ex Brian Robson. Yeah. Well, after Ryan, that is. Very young, though. Pardon? When he was very young. When he was 16, 17, yeah. 18, yeah. But then, yeah, Scoldsy was like a centre forward, stroke number ten. Gary was was uh, was a, was a right bet, but sometimes played centre half. Very vocal leader. How would you rank them in retirement if you could do that top three? Would you go Skulls one, Beckham two, Gigs three, or Skulls one, Gigs two, Beckham? Who was no, better it, between Gigs and Beckham? Well, you've got to go with Ryan first. Do you, do you think so? Because of the. He's the most decorated player. But Skulls wasn't far off the, the decoration. And as a player, in terms of consistency, Skulls was better than Ryan Giggs, man. I understand that. But for consistency, he did it from like 17. Skulls was an in-and-out player. He was a, he was a regular since the age of 17. And retired when he was 41, 40. 
But if you're looking at the Manchester, the match, better player with look, skulls. Look, look, at no, tr- look, no, look at the trophy cabinet. Yeah. If we never had skulls or gigs, what would have less trophies in it? United without skulls would have less trophies in the cabinet. That's what I, I don't agree with that. You don't agree no. with that? No, no, I don't agree with that. Skulls won us the league on his own in 03. I don't because. Uh, Giggs didn't start for the team in 08 even man Skulls was an essential part of that season yeah, but, <laughs> but what about 93, 94, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99 in 93, 94 yeah. United were so dominant that double winning team Ince, Keane, Kanchelskis, Giggs, Hughes, Cantona, Parker, Irwin Bruce, Pallister, Schmeichel I think we still would have won the league without Giggs we needed him, he was brilliant we still would have done it without him but Skulls definitely in the top five centre midfielders in the world for 10 years as a a player there's no doubt in my mind but you're asking my opinion I'm giving you my opinion he would be first Skulls would be second and Bex would be third why gigs ahead of Skulls though just we've grown up to win stuff that's what we want to do we want to win as soon as we win as soon as we've won what's the next one we want to win again the mentality aspect you're saying yeah that's how we grew up how important do you think to United's gross success was Roy Keane? Did you ever meet Keane? Yeah. Would he have just been, fuck off, you're someone's brother? No. He was sound. I think really, when was the last time I spoke to Roy Keane? Actually, it was in, it was in when, when I used to, it was a nightclub in Manchester Airport. And I used to, you know, I used to knock around with villains, criminals, all kinds of Why? people. Because that's the that's the, who I associated with. That's what I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to. You wanted about. to be a criminal. Well, that's who I associated with. Didn't want to play football. Didn't want to do this. This is who I, who I tagged along, and this is who I associated with. Did you ever consider banking? <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why did you have to hang around with criminals just, when Giggs was your brother? Because I'm going out, and no one, not so no damaging one. to his reputation, though. I didn't care about that. But there is was Giggs the selfish one this, here. This, this, we're we're, we're all out in the sick. Well. When you're going out and getting pestered and mired and, and, and threatened to beat up, if you associate with, with people, that goes away. Why would you be getting threatened to beat up just for being Giggs' brother? That's no, what happens. You've got people that will... I've walked into nightclubs and gone, Giggs' brother, brother. I've seen it. Really? Ducked down, gone out. My mate's gone to the toilet. Them boys have come downstairs and gone, where's your fucking mate? He's getting filled in. That's happened several times. Like city fans I've gone what? into a club and went to urinal. Some guys come up to me and said, hey, you're Giggsy's brother, ba 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 ba. I've walked out, gone to the bar. He's followed me, said the same thing. So I've said to my, my, my mate, we need to get out of here. Gone outside the club. He's followed me. A fight's kicked off. They've got beaten up and I've gone to prison. That, that's what would happen on the, on the regular. So that's why I hang it around with villains, criminals, because nothing would, like that would happen because they would end up under the motorway. So that's why murdered. I Murdered? Well, murdered, beat up, whatever. But hold on. So Do these guys on, want your head only due to association of fame? No, or are they no, city fans no, or what? No, but these were man, some of them were Manchester hooligans. Some of them used to go the, the, the game with. Some were drug dealers. Some were, there were all kinds of people. But that's where associates were out in the town in a night in the uh, Kells it was called, and it was Lee Sharp and Roy Keane. I think Ryan was there too, and a few other players. And we stood at the bar, and Roy and Lee Sharp's with a scouse. He had a girlfriend who was a scouser, and I'm stood there. She stood next to me, and Roy Keane's there, and he pinches her ass. Keane pinches her. Yes. Yeah. She turns round to me. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What? 
who the fuck are you talking to? I didn't touch your fucking... Don't you ever touch my ass. I said, you better fucking... So then one of them's grabbed Roy Keane and says, you fucking better tell him it was you. Anyway, but long story short, if he didn't, he'd have been filled in because she was going sick of me. I'm not literally going to slap a woman. So it's the lad who... They don't care if he's Roy Keane or not. Yeah. He was, he was. He used to drink in them days. He used to get a bit leery. Were you doing coke and all back in the 90s, back in the 90s? No, no. There was never a time where you were taking debt on your head. People were giving no. you in good faith and being no. Gigi's brother and then no. suddenly you needed these guys to bail you out. No. Doing, doing ass drugs, but not coke in them days, no. Did you use the gig's name for your benefit in life, no. do you think? No, And still to this day, no. How did the Paddy Power thing come about? Um, they just contact you on here you yeah, have an idea yeah, for a sketch yeah went through a few things do you like that do you like that yeah. and is are you still the loyalty ambassador yeah yeah and what's that what's that entail um you just collect a paycheck correct because of this covid stuff the, the, i'm sure they would want me to do stuff but they want at this minute at the minute it's, it's a struggle but i'm still Paddy's do you have a book? Ambassador. Pardon? Do you have a book out? No. So you know the time you've gone to Good Morning Britain and you've gone on these shows? Yeah. Why? Um, Good Morning Britain was like, to promote the Paddy Power. Yeah. So the one about Rodri Gig says he forgives Brother Ryan and they spin it as if you're... Yeah, that one was just... Yeah. I was in a still in a daze from what happened. No, but you know the one that was quite recent and they kind of spin it as if you saying, I'm ready to forgive them. Yeah, but that's how they spin it. Yeah. And it it's went all on. bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. Most media is complete bollocks. Yeah. That you tried to spin it on me that rich. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. even the way the whole affair story is told, it's kind of still bullshit. Yeah. Like they make it out as if it's Dream Team, as if it's Harchester United. And she's gone on shows going, I was an estate agent, so I had keys to houses. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Get off, big brother. She asked really? me at the time, do you think I should go out? I said, no. It's celebrity big brother. Who the fuck are you? You just slept with someone. That's all you've done. Are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> it's difficult because you always hear parents say, I still don't want them to hate their mother or father. But this is if the, your sons turn around to you and go, Ma's a bit of a fucking idiot. The problem is they don't want nothing to, they don't want to hear it now where I'm quite comfortable to talk about it quite comfortable of talking to anyone about it because I don't really give a shit anymore they want it buried but you know so would you fear that you're going to become the L fella at like 65 a fucking old man won't stop talking about the affair from 40 years ago no because I'm not the one talking about it someone will answer me a question if they answer me a question I either say fuck off or answer it regardless of all the controversy that surrounds the name either way it's still a huge Manchester United name in your opinion regardless of whether or not your choice of wife is the reason that the club is as bad as it is now. Um, what do you think's going on at the minute? Poorly managed. What do you make of managed. Paul Pogba? He's an easy target, isn't he? But he just had coronavirus three weeks ago. People were expecting uh, him to run around uh, the pitch. Oh, he shouldn't be playing. That, is that the latest excuse No, but he shouldn't be him. playing. He shouldn't be playing. He should be fit. It, you, you put, you've thrown him in in the deep end. You've just signed someone for 40 million. He signed playing. in the summer of 2016 for a world record fee. And since he's arrived at United, every single season he has had would be an insult to Nicky Butt. Listen, if you're asking me a question, he, he, would, he would have gone for me two years ago. He wouldn't even be here. Yeah. But... The situation is he's here. Why is it the situation? Do you well, think that it's official that Manchester United value money and social media clicks ahead of winning trophies? Yes. How are we letting yes. the Scousers just run away with this? Well, told you at the start of the show. 
fans care about it, vote with your feet, do what you need to be doing, done. Do you think that a coaching team of Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, Michael Carrick, McKenna and Mike Phelan is good enough for Manchester United? At the minute, yes. You think it's good enough for Ma- think Barcelona, Real Madrid or Bayern Munich would accept that? Um, they wouldn't. No, but Barcelona would accept Carlos Puyol. Why would we accept him? We don't know ties with the land. No, no, what I'm talking about, the fact is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is, is a United legend to an extent, but that coaching team with his manager, we should be in there for Allegri and Pochettino, not people who have no experience. That's the reason. What? Do you not think we should get Allegri? We brought in one of the most experienced managers, a winner, Van Gaal. What did he do? Nothing. We brought in the most... The special one. Yeah. What did he do? Nothing. He did a very we good job. In, he did a very he, good job. Mourinho did a good job at United. We came second in the second season and came second in the FA Cup. We won the League Cup and Europa League in his first season. When he dropped Pogba, the board told him to fuck off. He did well result-wise, but watching that Manchester United is not for me. What do you mean that Manchester? What? What's Manchester, this Manchester United? Manchester. Harry Maguire. How's this the Manchester United way? This is the worst Manchester United side of the last By recruitment, years. by bringing the right players in. What recruitment? Harry Maguire? Wambasaka. Wambasaka, who's uncapped for England. Yep, Wambasaka. Harry Maguire, so who did steady, who did right steady, back. dead steady. Who's out there? Who's out there? And he cost 53 Who's out million. There? You Rodri. want to bring in... He cost 53 Pochettino. million. Pochettino. You're acting as if he cost 15 million. Pochettino that has not won a single trophy as a what, manager. What's Solskjaer done? He won him with Mulder? No, but he knows the club inside out. What club? The club it is the at. Club the club is at. Solskjaer is Everyone dead. has got the different opinions. You've got yours. This club... You're asking mine, and that's my opinion. It's a different club to what it once was. That's not all he's going to Solskjaer's fault. Yeah, but it's not that he knows the club because this club has changed. From the club we are now and a club that openly has sold its soul, we are no longer Manchester United. Why not get Poch in who needs to prove himself at a big club? He's done well at Tottenham and now he needs his big job. Why not get Allegri in? Who's not won a thing? Pochettino. Would you rather Oli Saucer or Pochettino on that sideline? I would like... No, my idea is Oli can only take us to a certain point. And when that point is, you bring someone else in. What is He's that not point? Gonna... What is that point? I don't know. You don't know because no. Ollie's a good guy. No, it's, it's, nothing, it's, nothing, about, it's nothing about. Guys. It's nothing about the good guys. It's nothing about. You don't know Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer and, and what he does behind the scenes and, and what kind of character he is. Yeah, he might come across as a, as a nice guy, but tr- trust me, he's not. Do you so, know him very well? You know Ollie? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And what's he like as a dude? He's a very nice guy. But he's got a a streak in him. But if he wants something and he doesn't get it, then it's either his way or the highway. So as a guy who knows Ollie, why does he play Harry Maguire? I think it's Lindelof you need to be looking at, not Harry Maguire. Not, Not Harry Maguire. No, I think it's Lindelof. You can't, yeah. you can't be serious. I think it's man. Lindelof. You I can't think be serious. I think Harry Maguire for the second goal for Crystal Palace puts Saha in the K stand. With Harry Maguire, 
I think it was a goal last year with Chelsea. Gets out-muscled by a little midget, Lindelof. Harry Maguire doesn't. We don't compare you to him. We're trying to build a partnership. No, I know, exactly. Exactly. And Lindelof, Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire is a better option than Lindelof. If you get someone with pace next to him, I believe that'd work. You think he was worth the money? No. No, he's definitely not. He's a 40, 50 million player. He's not 80 million pounds. This is Manchester United. We get raped all the time. Yeah, and, but and why on him? Why on him? Why is because you if you watch Roy Keane, if you've seen Roy Keane last night, Liverpool are buying players and they're fitting right in or they, they, can, they can give him 12 months. United are panic buying. And they shouldn't be in that situation, but they are. But to commit that money for Harry Maguire, Harry Maliteral Maguire, Whole Sheffield United Leicester. Yeah, they could have got, got Johnny Evans for half that. Yeah. Well, Miko Sylvest and David May were better players comfortably than Harry Maguire. That's just fact. Manchester United is fucked because we chase paper. Maguire's English, he's young, he's famous. Social media hits or social media hits, and that's what we value. I totally agree. If that's a centre forward, I'm sitting on Harry Maguire because he turns like a tugboat. But if you get someone quick next to him, I think. It'd be okay. What's your prediction for United this season? Oh, that's such a difficult question because, it, as you've seen from the start of the season, we're shit. So are Chelsea, so are City, Jesus, and they've just spent two hundred and fifty million quid. So better than us, Chelsea. Chelsea went to Brighton and battered them. We were West lucky Brom enough to get lose a battered West Brom three 0 and a half. They still clawed it back to a three 0 draw. We wouldn't do that. We just beat Brighton 3-2. You saw the game, didn't you? Piss poor. You saw the game. Yeah, we pissed poor and we got beat and we won. It showed them an 8-2. It showed them an 8-2 Brighton. You play games like that sometimes. You take the rough with the smooth. It's not good. Let's get them in. Number one. Premier League final standings this season. Don't say it. Well, it's only one. You can only... Don't say it. You can only see one winner. What about Everton? What if it's a weird season? There's no crowds there. Carlo Ancelotti's a proven winner. They have a top team, and there's more goals this season per game, nearly by a full goal, than there has been in the Premier League average in history. Let's just put Everton one. Just for our sanity, let's just say it's going to be the second Leicester. It wouldn't even be as big a deal. Ancelotti could do it. I'm going Everton one. Liverpool two. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. City three. Us, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea. You think we're getting that? Uh, it's difficult to say because how long we got left till the, for the transfer window do you trust him to actually get someone in who we need you trust Ed Woodward they, they, can't, they can't not bring someone in at least at least Jaden Sancho has got to come in at but he's least. not even what we need we need a centre half mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. Realistically, United probably aren't finishing top four of the season if we stick with Solskjaer. So I would have said that this, this time last week, but watching Chelsea and watching City, City were terrible as it's well. It's a poor league. It's a poor but it's, league. But it's a poor defensive league. Defenders, they're not hard to come by anymore. They're, they're just, there's so many poor defenders and there's, there's some good attackers out there. I think the way it's looking is that ultimately Solskjaer, who we should have cut ties with, he never should have got the job permanently because it was nearly funny when Solskjaer became the United manager. It was like, oh, brilliant. Solskjaer knows the club. Be a who great... would you have brought in? Don't tell me Pochettino. Allegri is, is the clear and obvious choice. Allegri? 
See, I'm not interested with someone who's got no Premier League experience. It never what? works out. But when Angelotti just, and Conte first came, they no Premier League Angelotti's, experience. Angelotti's, you know, Angelotti's so experienced. So was Allegri. Won the league at AC. AC, when was that? In the 90s? No, in 2011. And at Juve, he won four leagues in a row. We got the two Champions League finals. I just the guy's a weirdo. feel Pochettino would be better than him because the players that he's got, it's difficult. It's difficult. But it all could have been solved if you had to marry the right woman and Fergie would have had Ryan Giggs on the sideline and he'd be pulling the strings from behind. And you never even know you could have been in his backroom team. Whatever makes you sleep better than that. Rodri Giggs, pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for being so honest about things. Top man. Cheers, And uh, all the best going forward. MA show. Ollie in. How? Manchester United, biggest club in the world. Let's How sack, can you let's, have Ollie Solskjaer let's, as your fucking manager? Let's, he has absolutely no Biggest pedigree, club no in the CV, world. No let's no sack out. our manager after two games. What it's a fucking shout. Three games. games of the season. It's two years, of the, of the season. It's only two years. Of the season. So all that preparation, all that, that stuff no. that goes through, that you, you see him no behind, the, behind the scenes. No there, wasn't, there wasn't long so, enough of a pre-season. What I'm well, saying everyone's is, in the same boat. He, he should have been sacked ages ago. Some should still be sacked regardless of when it happens. Yeah. Manchester United can't have all these all-stars as a manager realistically. It doesn't work. We're not going to go forward with it. We all know it's not the answer. When he came in originally, it was fun. He knew the club. It was great crack to see and welcome back Ollie it is not the long term answer we need to get a real manager in there Woodward and Glazers are the problem they need to leave eventually we'll get them out through revolting but let's talk short term scenarios Solskjaer needs to go he doesn't have the bollocks to drop Pogba Rodri Giggs it has been a pleasure MA show episode 95 thank you it's been how many years my boy <laughs> you still don't know my tears of joy no need to go, just take Yo, it cast. slow Podcast. And have you heard the Michael Anthony show? Makes me feel just fine. What's it? Makes me see the light. What about those tears? Cheers, believe my eyes. How's it make it feel? Makes me feel alright. Yeah. Oh.